In today's episode, we hear from someone who experienced a weird phenomenon when walking through a park. Then we travel to Zion National Park to hear what this couple hiking experienced. Then finally, we hear from a stargazer who had an up-close encounter with something from above. But before we get to the stories, if you haven't checked out my new channel yet, Donovan Dread 2, the links are below in the description and in the pinned comment. The new channel contains content that is a little shorter in length than the main channel. So if you're a long-time listener and still haven't subscribed, let me be the first to say, welcome to Dread's Army. Now let's get to the stories. I'm still trying to figure out what I experienced, even as I tell it. The hairs on my neck and arms raised just at the thought of that afternoon. I hope I'll find someone who has had a similar encounter to mine, so I can sleep easier at night. It was the middle of February usually a bitter cold month where I live in Oregon. But this year was extra wet, cold and wet. We get a lot of rain in the northwest, but this kind of torrential downpour was odd for this time of year. I'd gone to a friend's house after school, totally normal. We sat around and played video games and ate snacks his mom made for us. The only thing even remotely odd about the day was the rain. I was a little anxious about the walk home. I knew I'd get soaked and being cold and soaking wet stinks. I knew my mom would start bugging me about getting home for supper and homework soon, so I had no choice but to get up and throw my hood over my head and go. I always walk everywhere with headphones in. I listen to music. and helps the time go faster on my way home. The walk takes about 25 minutes depending on how fast I'm walking. I head north toward a small lake that has benches and play stuff for kids. We call it a pond. The word pond is less intimidating, maybe, so everyone feels more confident walking around it. I don't know. People feed ducks when the weather is good. No ducks today. They must have gotten the memo that the weather sucked. I didn't see anything. There was nothing out of the ordinary going on at all. In fact, at this point, I wasn't even thinking about anything strange. But it wasn't long before I felt something off in the air. I looked around, sort of swinging my whole head back and forth, because I was wearing my hood to keep my head dry. I wasn't able to see really great by doing that, but either way, I still saw nothing. And that was the thing that threw me off. I saw nothing. Usually there's at least someone as stupid as me walking in the pouring rain or something. Maybe a couple of ducks would be floating across the water, something, but everything was eerily still. I looked out across the pond toward the road. There had to be traffic, a car or two coming home. It was that time of day after all. People were coming home from work. But no, I didn't see a car. No one was walking around the pond or in the street. Even the glassy water on top of the pond had stopped moving. It was like time had frozen. I took my headphones out. The jarring cut from the music to the dreadful silence caused a ripple to go up my spine. I almost screamed. The rain pouring down made no sound. My feet splashing on the wet concrete did make a sound. I quickly jammed my headphones back in to make sure I wasn't going crazy. The music was playing loudly. I took them off again and shoved them into my pocket. While I was worried that maybe I lost my hearing or something, I wasn't paying attention because the next thing I knew the sky was completely black. No light, just clouds so dark and thick it made me think of my mom's hair when I was a baby. This thought spooked me just as much as the silence in the dark clouds. I'm not the sentimental type. I started walking much faster, as fast as I could. The way my feet were moving caused the water to splash up to my knees. The raining was pooling on the hood of my jacket. 
and the rain was dumping off of my hood into my vision, and still, I couldn't hear it at all. I caught my breath and leaned down to pick up a rock, and I threw it in a huge lob into the pond. It seemed to stop time. Finally, it hit the water with this big echoey plunk. I remember thinking, thank God. I started walking fast again. I wanted to get home as quickly as possible. I could feel the dread in my bones. The silence and the loneliness had gripped me tight. My head was feeling foggy. I took several quick steps and my legs started giving out on me. I fell sideways. Now, I was truly drenched. I may as well have gone for a swim. Something in me tightened even more, and I had this sensation like I was the last human on earth. I have never been so afraid in my life. If I didn't think of my mom and dad at home waiting for me, I may have stayed down and cried until the rain swallowed me. I pushed myself up onto my knees and then to my feet. I looked around and I realized I hadn't made it nearly as far around the pond as I had thought. I could turn and walk back to the entrance to the park I'd came in less than a minute. I looked that way and saw this old black sedan parked right where I'd come in. The lights were on. The wipers were going. I couldn't see who was in the car, but I could sense something. There were people in that car. I could feel them watching me. I knew I had no choice. I walked back the way I came. My body told me there was no way I could make it if I kept going. I don't know how I knew that, but I just did. I kept my eyes down and watched my feet. With each passing step as I got further from the pond, the sound of my footsteps returned little by little. I kicked the water and heard the familiar splash. When I stepped past the gate marking the park entrance, I saw that the black sedan was gone. My girlfriend planned a special trip for just the two of us. We drove through the high desert and snow, all sorts of weird weather to Zion National Park. The park is only part of the area. There's cliffs and canyons all around for miles. Some people come up to do the tourist thing, and some come to hike the hardcore trails. My girlfriend showed me pictures of all the trails and the hikes that we could do. I told her whichever trail she wanted to hike was fine with me. So, of course, she picked the most intense hike there was. The trail app said it was about nine hours in total. Nine hours of hiking seemed insane to me. But what do I know? We got up early before the sunrise, packed some snacks and water, and headed out. To get to the trail, we had to drive about an hour and a half into the desert, and then turn up into the canyons. The cliffs were all these strange alien colors. We parked in some cactus field. That is really the only way I can describe it. I didn't even see the trail marker. My girlfriend had to point it out to me. She led and I followed. The trail was mostly flat and easy, so I thought the hike would just be a really long walk. I couldn't have been more wrong. After walking for 30 minutes or so, I started sweating. The sun was up now. It was getting hotter every minute. I had to stop for some water and my girlfriend said, We're not even at the trail yet. I kept my mouth shut. We walked and walked, but now we were going down and there was some shade, so it helped a little. It was quiet, very quiet. I didn't hear insects or birds or anything, just the crunch of dirt and rocks. I was getting antsy and felt myself getting annoyed. I saw what looked like ripples move on the wall of the canyon. It looked like the reflection you see of water, but the river was still like a mile below. And then my girlfriend stopped walking. She pushed through some thorny bushes and looked straight down. 
I couldn't believe this was the trail. I asked if there was any snakes or bobcats or anything like that. I felt like a chicken, but I was trying to turn back. She just started climbing down. I looked at the canyon walls. I wasn't sure if I was seeing things. Heat exposure or whatever they call it. I stood there and watched her go down this steep-ass trail. She knew what she was doing. I was looking and focusing on the path she was taking, so I could copy her. And then I heard this strange vibrating sound coming from the sky. You know those frequencies you feel as much as you hear? It was like that. I felt the hairs on my neck stand up, and then suddenly the sound whizzed off over the canyon above me. The eerie silence returned. My girlfriend waved at me. She had made a lot of progress down the trail while I listened to that sound. Are you coming or what? She yelled up at me. I started down toward her. It was steep. All the rocks were loose and anything I grabbed was sharp. I was fumbling for a hold when I heard that sound again. I looked up. I didn't see anything. But there was definitely something making that noise. It sounded like a machine, but a machine I've never heard before or since. I looked down and saw my girlfriend looking up at the sky too. I wasn't hearing things. Good, I think. The sound stopped again. This time, it just stopped abruptly. Not like the first time I heard it, when it seemed to move really fast. I stood there on the side of the trail and found myself unable to move. I had a bad feeling. I don't get weird feelings like this, so I wasn't sure if I should listen to it. I really didn't want to go any further on this hike. As I stood there, all of a sudden, the sound returned and was louder than before. It was closer. I could feel it. A swarm of flies or insects came out of this hole in the rocks and flew away. It freaked me out. When I stepped back, I swear I saw some kind of glistening reflection moving in that canyon. It was circular and rising upward. I could feel the noise coming from that. I yelled to my girlfriend. I was pouring sweat now. My whole body was on edge. She climbed back up to me and took one look at me and believed I wasn't feeling good. I kept my eyes on the sky as we climbed back up the trail. I was watching my girlfriend, too, to see if she noticed anything. When the ground was mostly flat, we stopped to drink some water. Before either of us took a sip, we felt that vibration. We looked at the cup, and the water was shaking. We looked at each other, and we both knew. The sound grew louder, and I could feel it in my chest and my ears. We felt wind coming at us as something, and yeah, I know this sounds insane. Something invisible rose from the canyon. I could see that strange reflection again. Something was there. My girlfriend took my hand. We watched it as it rose slowly and hovered above the canyon. It just hummed that frequency. Then a pop of the air, and that sound and feeling were gone. It disappeared. My girlfriend has been obsessed ever since. She has friends online, and they talk about these kinds of sightings. What does it mean and all of that? But I've just been afraid. This is my first time I've told my experience. I can still feel that vibration when I think about it, anytime there's no sound. I'm hoping this reaches someone else who has experienced something like I have. Nobody I've talked to believes me, and it makes me feel crazy. Even my mom and dad laughed at me, and they're supposed to be supportive, right? I've been called a nerd and a dork because I like astronomy. All my friends rolled their eyes when I asked for a telescope for Christmas instead of a PlayStation like all the other kids wanted. But that's what I did. And I have seen some cool stuff up there in the sky. I always check the weather reports. 
Clear nights are a gift for anyone interested in watching the stars. I passed my driver's test the month before, so I had the freedom to drive where I wanted to and set up my telescope. I drove further than I had before, not really far, but maybe 30 minutes from where I live. The area where I went is quiet, a big bluff overlooking a quiet beach area. I was stoked because the sky was mostly clear, and there was only a few clouds. There was no rain in the forecast. I set up my telescope and made sure everything was perfect. I was just about ready to start observing the sky when I noticed a shadow crossing over me. Everything went dark for a moment. I looked up and saw something moving just out of my vision. It looked like a bat, but it was way bigger. I thought maybe there were eagles or some other kind of nocturnal bird flying around. I looked up at the sky and waited to see what was up there again. Whatever I saw didn't come back. Felt a little spooked. Probably just being out at night alone. There's nothing dangerous around there unless you're afraid of mosquitoes, maybe. I brushed it off, remembering my scientific mind. I set my eye to the telescope and looked out to see the stars. Everything up there was beautiful, and in a second or two I forgot about seeing any shadow flying above me. And that's exactly when it happened again. This time, I had my eye looking through the telescope, and my vision went black. I jumped back and knocked my telescope over. I barely grabbed it in time before it went crashing down. I looked up and again saw something strange and shadowy moving across the sky. It had wings and maybe was the size of a person. I couldn't tell from where I stood. It made me really uneasy. This thing was massive. Then I felt very alone out there with just my telescope. I wished I had brought a friend or my dad, but nobody else cared about looking up at the stars. I stood there and watched the sky for maybe about 15 minutes or so. I couldn't peel my eyes off the sky. I expected to see it at any moment. I couldn't tell if I was scared or curious. I was a little of both, I guess. Nothing flew overhead. I thought it was probably an optical illusion or maybe my brain just made it all up. After all, I did spend a lot of my time looking through a telescope hoping to see things. I was about to put my telescope away and go back to my car and just leave when I saw the shadow again. It soared directly above me. I was awestruck. I thought it could be the military doing some flight suit experiment. It looked like a man. I was confused, and now I was truly scared. As I watched it cross over the sky, two red glowing eyes looked down at me. I almost screamed. I stumbled and watched it do this arcing turn in the sky and come back toward me. The eyes seemed to be locked in on me. It was coming directly at me, I'm certain of it. It came lower and lower, and those eyes never blinked at all. I could see now it was definitely something like a man, but thin, like it needed to eat. The skin was almost translucent black. It had wings. They were black and shiny. I had no intention of that thing getting anywhere near me. I left my telescope there and just ran to my car. I felt stupid when I locked the door like it would protect me from whatever the hell that thing was. I sat there and just tried to catch my breath for a moment. I collected my thoughts as best as I could and looked up at the sky through my car window. I braced myself to see it diving right toward me, but it was gone. I went to the other side of the car and looked. There was nothing up there except the night sky and a couple of clouds. I sat there in the driver's seat for a while. Every minute or so, I would look up above. Half of me hoped to see it so I would know I wasn't crazy. 
and the other half of me hoped I wouldn't see anything at all. I knew I had to get out of there. I was about to open the door and run and collect my telescope as fast as possible when the windshield of my car darkened. The shadow of that thing, it was flying directly above me again. I said the hell with my telescope and turned the key in the ignition. I have never driven that fast in my life. And I probably looked crazy because I kept checking out the window for a shadow following me or to see those red eyes glowing up there in the sky. I wasn't driving as safely as I should have, but I couldn't help it. I needed to outrun whatever it was with those red eyes. I spent the entire drive home so scared of whatever was flying around up there that I forgot an excuse to tell my parents about my telescope. Let me know what you think about these stories in the comments below. Also, make sure to check out dreadsarmy.com where you'll find all of my stories and multiple strange and weird news posted every single day. If you want to be part of the discussion, check out the forums on Dreads Army. We also have a Facebook group so you don't miss out on any updates. Thanks and take care.